from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Hello and welcome to Live from America, everybody. Today's the 14th of September already, the year of our Lord, 2021. And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to the live-free-or-die state of New Hampshire. And ironically, right before I was going live today, I got a call from, I think it was a uh, robocalls that Chris Sununu was putting out. Um, because I believe that our governor here is actually going to run for senator here. Now, our governor here, Chris Sununu, has done a, if I were to give him a score, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst, I would give him a score of 7, maybe 8. He's somewhat conservative, and he's in a really hard situation being a small red state around a bunch of blue states, including Canada as well which we all know what color Canada is. Maybe not by choice. (laughs) Maybe the elites have made it that way, because I know most Canadians are like us. But I will say this. Um, If we could have another senator in Washington who actually cared about the people, then I would support Chris Sununu leaving the governor's mansion and becoming a, uh, a U.S. senator. So that we could just have another person fighting. Because he could easily beat Maggie Hassan here in the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Easily beat her. But, ladies and gentlemen, we've got an even more important election going on right now. And not only here in the United States, but in Canada as well. We need to get Justin Trudeau out of office in Canada as well. People go, what do you mean? Don't worry about Canada. Canada has nothing to do with you. Canada has everything to do with me. Canada is a neighboring, uh, neighboring uh, uh, region to, to New Hampshire, number one. We have a lot of Canadians who come down here in, in upper New England. But, but at the same time, we're all North Americans. And the United States, Mexico, and Canada have a very symbiotic relationship, even though we have three very different countries. But even bigger than that, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on in California today? Massive, massive, massive election in California today. We need to rely on God and we need to pray now more than ever. We need to pray now more than ever and not just for California, but for everything. The more we get closer to God, the better off we and the people around us will be and ultimately the world will be. You might pray five times a day. Time to pray ten. You might pray ten times a day. Time to pray twenty. Let's give a double portion of prayer from now on. Let's give a double portion of ourselves. I thought it was Mike Pence's fly there for a minute. I don't need that landing on my head. Let's give a double portion of ourselves to God, our Creator, who desires a relationship with us. Okay? Before anything else. Yes, they are cheating. We're going to talk about that. But you've got to understand something here, folks. Our prayers work. We've seen them work. We have watched them work in real time. It's time to do it even more. You can't expect change unless you're giving more of yourself 
to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's just the plain and simple truth, folks. It's just as easy as that as well. <clears throat> Caterlin says, you almost made me spit out my tea. <laughs> All right, folks, today's show is going to be centered around um, uh, basically only two topics. Basically only two topics. The Tony Fauci virus and standing up and taking back what belongs to us. There's no phone calls today. There's no breaks today on today's show. We're, we have too much to go through. We have too much to really focus on instead of focusing on the distractions, instead of focusing on the little annoyances. There are major things we need to focus on. And these two major things are causing the entire world to crumble. The entire world. So let me give some shout-outs here. Let, let me say hello to Amy. Amy, um, Amy Cottle. How are you doing, Amy? Snapdragons. Thank you very much. Marlene, thank you very, very much for joining in today. I appreciate you. Of course, Tabitha. I love you. God bless you. Thank you. David uh, Tornator, thank you very much. J. Van Brown, Becky Jenkin, good to see you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Claire and Rita, God bless you. Laura Britting from Phoenix, good morning, LFA family, and thank you, Jeremy, for all you do. No need to thank me. I've got a lot more fighting to do. Don't thank me until we win. I'm not. I've I've done nothing. I've done nothing until we win. Jeremy, did you get my bullet in the Lord's Prayer necklace? It came in last night, Paul. God bless you. I was going to thank you as part of my thing today. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Denise, God bless you. Thank you for joining in today. Teresa in Michigan, Garrett Saldano for governor. There's a lot of people who want Kelly. And, I, and again, I apologize last night for getting Kelly and Craig mixed up. Uh, a lot of people want Kelly, too, and I would love to have Kelly on. I'd love to have him on. I would love to have anybody who wants to fight for this country on. I'd even love to have rhinos and Democrats on if they'd actually come. Anna Smart, good to see you. Um, nevertheless, says Wendy Rogers is here. Vicki Schaefer, I can use a shout-out today, feeling down. Well, Vicki, there's your shout-out, dear. I love you. God bless you. But more importantly, God loves you. Remember that. Remember that. Um, Vicki on Baltimore, God bless you. Thank you very much. Oh, it's, that's Vicki who I just, she's watching on YouTube and Rumble. We've got Cindy from Pennsylvania. Good to see you, Cindy. Hola, Jeremy. Well, hola to you, too. Teresa in Michigan. God bless. And let's give a couple more here. I, I, I miss you guys. Amanda Collins, you've been so nice to me. You've been so grateful. And I got to tell you guys, I, I don't know if you got my newsletter this morning, but these rumble rants that have been coming in, I never expected them. I didn't even know that that was going to happen. But you guys have been able... You guys have made it possible for me to fast-track the contractor to get him in sooner. And I talked to uh, two of the people at Real America's Voice News yesterday, and we're going and, and we're going to try to fast-track getting them up here uh, to build the studio as well. Now, I'm not asking Real America's Voice to fund this. They, they do build studios for their, for their TV uh, hosts, but I didn't want that. I don't want any, I don't want any thumb pressed down on life from America. I only want partnerships. Partnerships and relationships. That's all I want this show to ever be. I don't want to be fun. I don't want to be uh, um, uh, paid by any major news network. I don't want to be paid by anybody to do anything that they want me to do. I will only and always have only done what's best for myself, you, and God. 
Not in that order. God first, you second, myself third. So I so I decided, nope. And they offered, but I'm not gonna I'm not I know where those kind of things go. And you guys made it possible. And the great thing I love about the Rumble rants is you can do them anytime as you see fit. Um I wanna <clears throat> I'm gonna spend more time than usual this morning um talking about God and talking about people who need prayers. Because there's people crying out to me through email. I I probably answered 20 to 25 emails this morning right after my newsletter so I could just knock a chunk out, you know? And I got to tell you that 80% of them were people begging for prayer. How can you ignore that? How can you ignore that? How can you ignore somebody reaching out to you saying, please, please pray for me. Please pray for this person that's in my family. Please pray for this employee that I had. Please, please help. It crushed me. It absolutely crushed me. I had a very different show planned out for today, actually. And, every, and, and all of that changed my entire show. And as you can hear, I'm getting a little... <clears throat> excuse me. I'm getting a little uh, emotional about it because I never asked for this. If you ever needed to know how real God is, just look at me. I was the worst. And then as my as as the transformation started happening without even me knowing it was happening when I was aware of it, I fought it. I did not ask for this. I did not ask to be put in this role. So when I am just put in this role by somebody far greater than myself, and I see what I saw this morning, how can you ignore that and just go on and do a regular show? I couldn't. I can't. I won't. And if that means people don't watch, then that's what it means. But there's an aspect to making America great again that we keep losing. God bless you, Cindy. Thank you so very much for that. Thank you very much for that donation. There's an aspect to making America great again, or, or the best is yet to come, that we, we're, that we keep not talking about. And that is us. That is our well-being, our health, our friendships, our relationships, our traditions, our families. The thing that makes up this country the most is you and what you are going through. And the only reason that I know that is because I'm still you. I haven't, I haven't sold out to the three different places that wanted me to come and do a show on their network. The only reason I chose Real America's Voice News when they offered was because of how Christ-centered they are. We need to be we need to pray together and stand together. What's that old saying? The family that prays together stays together. That's what we need to do. So right now, I want to highlight a couple of the emails that I got this morning. And if you're not ready to cry, then I would watch this another time. Because that's all I did. That's all I did. Sorry for the sounds and the... <laughs> Some th sometimes things are a little bit more emotional than other times. This message came to me this morning from Penny. Now I won't say Penny's last name. I'll just read to, read to you the, the email. Hi, Jeremy. 
A 12-year-old boy and his family could use some prayers. Kobe was diagnosed with brain cancer at the age of 6 years old in 2016. He went through surgery, radiation, and chemo. 6 years old. Can you imagine that? Now I know that there are people who have family members, wives, Will Trevelyan and his wife and what they're going through. It's a little bit more difficult when it's a 6-year-old. Anthea, thank you. She says, love your show. Been watching since last October. God bless you, dear. Thank you so much. It's a little bit different, isn't it, Anthea, when it's a six-year-old than it is like a a 26-year-old or a 36-year-old or a 60-year-old. It's a little different, isn't it? Because you think of your kids or your grandkids. And you think of all this political fighting that's going on, trying to give them a life that they deserve. And then you read this and it makes all that go away for a minute, doesn't it? Things are going well until things were going well until recently when they saw something in his scan. Yes, the cancer's back and more aggressive than the first time. They did surgery and removed as much of the back of the skull and surrounding tissue as they could. They started radiation, and during the course of the treatment, more lumps were starting to appear on his head and his neck. When they were getting ready to start the chemo, Colby ended up with COVID. In fact, the whole family came down with it. So chemo was postponed for a bit. Cassium says, giving when I can, about to lose my job because of the jab mandate. Don't ever worry about me or this show or giving when you can. God will provide. Don't ever put yourself in a hard time like that, okay? But I I appreciate it. So the chemo was stopped because of that for a bit. A week out from chemo, he was airlifted on September 8th to San Francisco because he had been feeling poorly and was running a fever, which means his white blood cell count was almost non-existent. He was getting fluids at the hospital, but developed mouth sores due to the chemo. They were so bad, he needed pain medication. His younger sister was, this is the part that's going to kill you. His younger sister was back at school and caught a cold. She is feeling like it's her fault that her brother has ended up in the hospital, which it isn't her fault. The whole family needs prayer. Colby needs prayer for healing so he can start to eat and drink again and go home. His family needs prayers also. Their hearts are broken and hurting. They need a miracle. Jesus can make miracles happen. God makes miracles happen all the time. Let me read you another one that I got this morning. And we will give these people their due prayers, trust me. This morning, Tracy Watts, her and her husband have been watching the show for a long time. Probably watching right now. Jeremy, I, I am asking for prayers for my husband, Daryl Watts. I had to take him to the hospital, and he has tested positive for COVID. 
Notice the last. Notice these two stories. What the common denominator is here, and is that evil man-made drug by Tony Fauci, the United States government, the Wuhan lab, and the CCP that has waged inhumane terror on this world, and they will pay. Every one of you will pay for this. Mark my words as God's promise. Every one of you will pay for what you did to this world. I'm asking for prayers for my husband, Daryl Watts. I had to take him to the hospitals. He tested positive for COVID. His stats are bad. They are likely <clears throat> intubating him as I type this. He has followed you since early Facebook days. He has watched your transformation with God. He hasn't gone a day without making sure to watch you. I would love it if you could ask the Live from America viewers to pray for him. If you would like to reach out to me for more, here's my number, Love in Christ. And she gave me her number, and I'll be calling today. But that's not it, folks. There's more. Tracy, Watts, and Colby, we are with you. We love you. We love you. Just know that. I know that we can't perform miracles, but we can pray. We can sure as heck pray. Can't we? Jeremy, this is, comes from uh, Mr. Eric Snyder, who follows the show as well. My colleague and friend James died this morning from COVID while in the hospital after several days. He was a war veteran and served two tours in Afghanistan. He left behind only a brother and a sister. If you see this message, could you please mention him in your prayer dedication today or this evening? That would really be something special for me. He was a current employee of mine out on COVID leave, and our team at work is truly saddened. After being work from home for 16 months, God brought him back into our office due to laptop issues only one month ago. To be able to give us a few more moments and memories with him. I'm so thankful to have been able to see James a few final times. I could go on and on and on and on. Now, I want you guys to all know. I want you all to know that when I call COVID this big lie and blow it out of proportion, never once have I said COVID is not real. Everything that I mean when I say that is what they did to this world by releasing this man-made horror in order to do one thing and one thing ultimately, and that is push us closer to globalism. But what comes with that is stealing elections. What comes with that is forcing um, forcing medication on you and forcing taxpayers to pay for it while you're enriching pharmaceutical companies that are in bed with dirty swamp donkey politicians and rhino politicians that end up lying to you to get elected so they can be in that position and live the big lie. That is what I mean. That is what I've meant from the very beginning. Do I believe COVID is the deadliest thing on earth? Not even close. The numbers will show you that. Do I believe that it is another strand of a very of a of a of a very more aggressive flu? Yes, that is my opinion and what I believe. Do I believe 
that most people who get it get through it? Young, mid, uh, middle-aged, or old? Old? Yes, I do. Do I believe that it attacks some people much more aggressive than it does other people? Yes, I do. Do I believe that it was put out in order to gain control and ultimately try to push this last big hurrah of globalism? One thousand percent. Ladies and gentlemen, let me read you the verse of the day today. And after I read you the verse of the day, we'll then go into prayer. And we will pray for everybody who asked for those prayers this morning. And of course, we'll follow that up by the Lord's Prayer as well. I wrote, with great power comes great responsibility. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's an old Spider-Man quote. It's an old quote from the late, great... Stan Lee. He said, with great power comes great responsibility. Please, folks, if you have not shared the video, I ask that you do. If you're watching on the app, see, here's the app. There's, there's me live right there. If you back out, that little triangle button right there will allow you to bring up all of your social media. And, right, and it'll even bring up your Instagram and your Facebook messages. If you're watching on the YouTube app, you can do the same thing. You can share directly. If you're watching on your on a computer or a laptop, you'll actually have to copy the link and share it, I assume. But I'm asking for your, for your shares today because a lot of people were logged out of Rumble and it cut the audience in half and most people can't watch the show anymore. They can't find it even. So if you can kind of hand deliver it to them, it'll help. With great power comes great responsibility. Verse of the day, John 17, 14, and 15. John 17, 14, and 15. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of this world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Jesus is praying for his disciples at this moment. He understands the sacrifice they made, and he also understands what the rest of their lives will be here on earth. He knows they will be hated as Jesus himself was. He knows their duty to spread the gospel will put them in major danger. He knows that he will be leaving them to carry on his word in a world that is full of sin, evil, and hatred. He also knows that they are 100% willing to do so. Once you hear the word of God, you can never unhear it. Once you see the life that God has intended for you, you can never walk away from that. And if you do, you'll ultimately come back and seek that joy that you get when you are in lockstep with the Holy Spirit. It's powerful, and it's your birthright, and it's your destiny. The road that we Christians walk is very narrow. So narrow, in fact, that the evil one is constantly shooting arrows at you, like Nancy Pelosi with her arrows and her quiver, hmm? and throwing stones at you and trying to distract you in any way he can to knock you off your path. Think of it as a tightrope walker. You are walking, trying to balance and keep your eyes up with laser focus on your journey to get from one side to the other. The slightest gust of wind could send you falling to your death. That is what it's like to be a Christian in a fallen world full of evil. However, if you're leading by example and everybody is watching, 
That's what it is. If you lead by example, everybody will watch. If you can help even save one soul on your journey, then it's worth it. I wouldn't call myself a fisher of men by any means and compare myself to Peter, but when I read testimonies that people email or send to me in a letter about how Live from America helped them come back to their faith and back to a relationship with Jesus, that is better than any donation or any bus tour or and, and even better than uh, personal gain, than any kind of personal gain. We've been given great power, and with that comes great responsibility. Please, do not overlook the importance of your role in all of this. You're here for a reason, and the reason is to be the light in very, very dark times. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's please go to the Lord in prayer, folks. Finish with the Lord's Prayer, and then get right into the first and foremost section. I told you the show is going to be a little different today. The show changed because God wanted it to change. And who am I to say, no, I'm still going to do the show the way I wanted to? Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, I want to thank you this morning for directing me to read those emails that clearly needed attention, that clearly needed the world to know about so that we could get together as one body of Christ and pray for the well-being, the comfort, and the blessings that these people so rightfully deserve. Lord, as we, here, as we sit here today, acknowledging you, focusing on the cross and the blood that was spilt for all of us, we keep young Kobe in our minds and in our prayers, Lord. That this little young man can be covered in a full armor of God and that he can show the world and his family and everybody what a miracle really is. Please, Lord, use young Kobe to show the world what a miracle really is and that you still perform miracles to this day as you did in the Old Testament. Lord, we ask for Prayers for Eric, James, and their families. We ask for prayers for Daryl Watts and his family. That they may know your full mercy. And that they may feel the light. The light of your miracles and the light of your work, Lord. And Lord, more importantly, let your will be done. We come and we pray boldly. You ask us to pray boldly, Lord, and we do. We pray for miracles right now. We pray for injustices to see justice. We pray for wrongs to be righted in your name. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Um, I'm, I'm just catching up on some comments here, and I saw somebody said, 
FYI, refund my money or ship the product ordered on 512. Another email sent to you today. Oh, I'm very sorry. I will get right on that email as soon as I'm done. Let me write that down so it doesn't slip my mind. Email, refund, or product ship. I apologize. I'm sure you've reached out before and it's slipped my mind and I do apologize for that, but I will get right on that. You have my promise. You have my promise. Thank you very much for bringing it to my attention again. I'd also like to shout out Glenn and Mary from Tacoma. They asked for a shout out. And thank you to Rosemary Ortiz and Kathy Sable. Kathy Sable sent a whole box of Bibles and uh, some, great re- uh, some great reading material for my wife. And Rosemary Ortiz sent these today as well. So I just want to thank you all very much. Very, very much for helping me uh, do what I can. Do, do anything that I can. I appreciate it. I, I, I very much appreciate it. Thank you, David and family from Western Kentucky. God bless. All right. I think that dang pence fly is flying around here somewhere. Man, either that or it's got something caught in my eye. Maybe that's what caused me to cry, getting something caught in my eye. <laughs> All right. First and well, before I get to the first and foremost section, folks, I want to talk about this COVID stuff again. You know, um, the religious exemptions that 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 most people are using, and and they are valid because let's face it, we as Christians don't want to be injected with something. Okay, we as Christians do not want to be injected with something that has used aborted fetal cell linings. We just don't want that. We, we, we agree that all of us have a big uh, consensus here that this is not something that we, as Christians, should have injected into our body. Okay? But let's go even further than that. Let's go to free will for a minute. What about free will? Free will is probably one of the major things of the Bible. Free will is the reason why a lot of people go, so let me just get this straight. God kills people and people die and people do this and people do that. And it's all because of free will. Then why doesn't he just take free will away? Because they don't understand that if you take free will away, then you cannot love. You cannot have emotion. You'd be a robot. You'd be doing exactly what somebody told you to do. Right? Right? So, if we have free will and God gave us free will, and it was the, one of the biggest things that he gave us when creating us, then why do we not, why can't we use that as our religious exemption? We have free will. And my free will decides that I don't want to be injected with that for many, many reasons. But regardless of any other reason, free will is probably the biggest reason right there. Now, I've already said this to a few liberals, and you know what the liberals say back to me? They say this. They say this. Well, your free will is affecting others. Your free will is affecting others. So when your free will affects others, well, then it's time for somebody to step in and take it away from you. But can you remember who's, who else's free will affected others? The very first man and woman on earth, Adam and Eve, their free will also affected every single person 
on the planet. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. No maybes. No hopefully I don't catch it. I'm wearing a mask. It doesn't matter. I've been um, I've been vaccinated. It doesn't matter. What Adam and Eve did affected every person born on this planet after them. Period. That's in the Bible. That is in the Word of God. That is straight from the wor- the mouth of God. So how can you tell me that I can't have a religious exemption based on the very first fundamental right that we all have is free will. If anyone challenges your religious exemption based on what you don't want injected into your body, then just point them to Genesis, please. Open up Genesis and please read them the first few uh, pages of Genesis alone. Genesis will tell you all you need to know about free will. So just keep that in mind. I saw a couple other people say they ordered some sweatshirts back in August and never got them either. Um, please, again, just email me and tell me if that's it's something like that happened to you. Mistakes can happen with third-party companies. That's why I'm trying to get away from them. And as far as like not receiving like maybe like a pair of sunglasses or something, those sunglasses went on back order and I could never order them again. So if, if you just didn't receive it, just let me know. I'll be happy to uh, send you something else or refund you. I have no problem with doing that. I have no problem with doing that. Here we are, folks. It's 4.34. Let's get to the first and foremost section, shall we? Today is a big day for California. Now, we already know that they're trying to cheat. We know that already, okay? They are saying that Republicans have already voted when they show up to vote. It's happening by the hundreds now. It happened with just a couple ladies, but now hundreds of people are telling them the exact same thing. I'm showing up to vote, and they're telling me that I've already voted. I've already voted. So what they're doing is they're giving these people provisional ballots, excuse me, provisional ballots. And what that is, is basically another way for them to tell who's a Republican and who's not. Because apparently, like if you've seen the video of the, old, of the older lady saying, I didn't get, uh, I went in to vote. They said, I already voted. She said, I hadn't voted. She said, we've been getting this a lot lately. She said, the staff was very helpful. Okay, so that means it's happening at the Secretary of State's level. All right. She said she was very helpful and she ended up having to give her a provisional ballot. She asked a couple other ladies in there that were having the same problem. Excuse me, do you happen to be Republicans? Okay. Both of the other ladies said, yes, we are Republicans. Then it started coming out more and more. More people were giving their video testimony of the same exact thing that were happening to them. Then, Yesterday, a whistleblower came out from the Secretary of State's office and said that the Secretary of State's office has made basically a clear directive to not count the provisional ballots. So they're doing a domino effect here of knowing they're, they're, they're disenfranchising Republicans, giving them provisional ballots based on something that never really happened for them to get a provisional ballot to begin with, So you should refuse that provisional ballot and you should stay there and you should call the authorities and you should get somebody involved and make a big stink if you're at a a polling station. You should not accept that provisional ballot because all they're doing, based on what a whistleblower from the Secretary of State's office is saying, is that they're clearly not counting the provisional ballots. 
This is where people need to make a big stink right there. Call the news stations. Call the people that will actually cover it. Call the Gateway Pundit. Call the Epic Times. Call the Free Citizen Journal. Call, you know, Revolver.News. Call the Federalist. Call these people that will cover it. Call the authorities. Get them there. Make a stink while you're at the polling station. Now, here's the thing, folks. Because we know this beforehand and not after. Because we were looking for ways for them to cheat. And because they can't cheat in the exact way they cheated before, we knew they were going to try something different. The good thing about this is, is we've caught it now before the election has taken place. We caught it days ago, before the election took place. So because of the fact that we caught it beforehand, that means that we can audit it, trace it, and follow it a lot easier. We can expose it and get to the bottom of it a lot easier, and we can have evidence a lot more than we had in the, the last time this happened. Okay? It's pretty incredible, folks. It's pretty incredible what's going on. Now, if Gazlin Newsom is so far ahead, like the polls would tell you he is, if Gavin Newsom is that far ahead, then why is he needing Biden and Kamala Harris to come out there? Why does he need Biden and Kamala Harris to come out there and stump for him? The worst people on planet Earth that you could get to stump for you, and you get Biden and Kamala Harris. Rumble locked up. Where are the election officials since this is already out? The election officials are, the, are, are pretty much the Secretary of State's office. We need to make sure that people stand up and be really loud about this right now. Again, folks, they won't be able to they won't be able to get away with this if we if we caught them before the election happened. If they, in fact, cheat and win. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to be able to cheat on that scale. I just really don't. Rumble is back, folks, by the way. Rumble is back working again. So I know it froze, but it is back working again. Um, well, hold on. Maybe it's not. Give me a second here, folks. I don't know what is going on with Rumble. Sometimes. Some of the things you got to fight, you know? Refresh, it's okay now. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting that. Give me a second here. Let me watch. Did somebody hack in? Rumble went out, everybody's saying. Yeah, I see. Oh, no, it's... Seems like it's back, but then it's frozen again, so I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I'm going to go on with the show. If I have to, I'll just upload the... Uh, I'll upload the, oh, it's, it's there, it's back, Rumble's back on, I got back in, you're back now, okay, thank you very much, I appreciate it, alright, let me get back to what I was saying now, so, the reason, having Kamala Harris and Joe Biden out there is like the worst thing that you could possibly do, because California is, is red, folks, don't, don't believe the hype, California is definitely red, and since they're not going to be able to cheat the way they did in November, it's going to be really hard for them to cheat and win today. It's going to be really, really, really hard. Okay? So, let's just keep that in mind. But what we need to do is we need to ask the Secretary of State's office very, very specific questions. Why were people told that they already voted, number one? That's the first question we need to ask the Secretary of State's office. Not we, election officials there, and people that are getting screwed over there. Why 
Why were Republicans turned away told they were already voted for that they already voted? What's the problem there? B, why were they given provisional ballots? They didn't need a provisional ballot. C, are you counting the provisional ballots? D, prove it. It's going to be a lot easier to audit this when we have to go backwards if we have to go backwards. Okay? It'll be a lot easier because we caught it beforehand. Now, I want to play you a video, and this is really odd. You're going to find this really, really odd. I want to play you a video of Joe Biden and what he said if you don't vote for Gavin Newsom, you're going to get Trump. What does he mean by that? I'll let, I'll, I'll let you be the judge. Here you go. Here he goes. I could go on, but here's the deal. I'm going to make this as simple as I can. You either keep Gavin Newsom as your governor, <clears throat> or you'll get Donald Trump. It's not a joke. Republican governor blocking progress on COVID-19, who is also anti-woman, anti-worker, a climate denier, who doesn't believe in choice. The choice should be absolutely clear. Who doesn't believe in choice. You have a governor who has the courage to lead. And Gavin, you have a governor... Okay, play this again. But here's the deal. I'm going to make this as simple as I can. Just this first part. You either keep Gavin Newsom as your governor, or you'll get Donald Trump. Now, what do you think he means by that? You keep Gavin Newsom as your governor, or you get Donald Trump. What could he possibly mean by that? You add that together with what I showed you yesterday on the, on the morning show, and then, of course, going into the evening show, and it lets you know a little bit more about what they know. They know that if they don't keep this stronghold in California, it's over with a lot faster. By the way, that audience, you're right. Somebody said that audience is unions, not individuals. It was, and there was about 50 of them that were screaming like that. About 50. There was a 1,000 people waiting on the road holding Trump flags, which I'm going to show you in a minute, booing the guy coming in. But he says, if you don't get Newsom, then you're going to get Trump. What does he mean by that? Well... Florida, Texas, California. Literally the biggest the biggest three right there. And if all of them are red, there is no possible chance in H-E double hockey sticks that the Democrats will ever be able to cheat on a mass scale, even outside of the swing states, which they're already not going to be able to cheat in again. There's panic, folks. There's panic. Why do you think that the sniffer and thief is out there trying to stump for Gavin Newsom? You mean out of all the people that you could get, you want Biden after what he just did to American soldiers? You want him to come stump for you? It's In reality, Larry Elder is going to wipe the floor with Gavin Newsom. Be prepared for the fix to be in and them to cheat. But also understand how God works and understand that we know now before rather than after. There's a big difference in all of this. But he admitted it right there. If you don't vote in Newsom, you're going to get Trump. Boom. And then he said, when he's talking about Larry Elder, a candidate who doesn't believe in choice, free choice. Um, Joe, you just got on TV a few days ago and told everybody they had to take a shot or they were going to get fired. The guy, they're just out of control. And they're so out of control 
that they're slipping up. And they're slipping up because they're trying to hang on to the big lie. And they're not going to be able to hang on to the big lie for long. Show you a video. Viewer discretion advised, by the way, because you're going to see some, some, um, some flags that say a derogatory word and then Biden. But you were warned. Here you go. There was a thousand people out there booing that man. There was more people out there than Biden could ever get inside cheering for him. It's crumbling down. And when you even get them to admit if you don't get, if you, where does Trump fit into any of that? You got to understand, you got to look at that. Where does Trump fit into any of that? If you don't vote Newsom, you're going to get Trump. Uh, what does that mean? Thank you, Lydia Kaufman. God bless you for that uh, Rumble donation. Folks, it's crumbling down. Now, let's move on. <clears throat> I want to show you more of the big lie, and, and, and I want to talk a little bit more about this loser who you just saw. Um, he will be removed from office before 2024. That's my prediction, and that is my... I'm going to go on the limb and say it's a promise. Whether it be by his own party, whether it be by decertification, or whether it be by impeachment in 2022. This man will not make it to the end of his term, period. That's one thing you do have to look forward to. There is no possible way this man makes it to 2024. No way. It's not going to happen. So that's one thing you have to look forward to. Now here's something that you need to know what he just did, though. And this should tell you all you need to know about his urgency, okay? He just asked and called on the United Nations, which is a left-wing globalist partnership, really, to vaccinate 70% of the world's population in one year. The White House just called on the United Nations to vaccinate 70% of the world's population and to do it inside one year. Why? Why? What's the sense of urgency? The sense of urgency is he knows he's not even going to be here in a year. He knows that. So he's trying to accomplish Barack Hussein Obama's fundamental hope and change. And the only reason that we're harping on this and talking about this is because if we don't know what the agenda is, we don't know what the ultimate goal is, we're never going to be able to stop it. The ultimate goal is globalism. This is the part of the show that I've been waiting to get to. The ultimate goal is globalism. And do you want to know how I know that? Not just because we watch the news and we see that they're trying to kill, you know, make open borders and one world government and all that. It's in the Bible, folks. It's in the Bible. It's also being, has been trying to be accomplished since the beginning of time. Since there were nations, there have been people trying to accomplish globalism. Hitler tried to accomplish globalism. Okay? Check this out. And, 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 Biden's already admitted this. He's already admitted that this is what he wants. And he's definitely admitted it by asking the UN to vaccinate 70% of the population within one year. But check this out. It's what it all comes down to, globalism. One world ruler, one world money, open borders. Why are they trying to do this? Some people might ask. I have the answer. I wrote it all down. I wrote every bit of this down so I would not screw this up. You ready for this? 
Here's the answer. It's prophesied in the Bible. And it's Satan. It's that simple. It's that simple. In order for Satan's plan to continue, he needs globalism. Satan needs it. Not Adolf Hitler, not Joe Biden, Satan. In order for him to fulfill his plan, he needs globalism. In order for Jesus to come back and fulfill his plan, he needs globalism. Globalism has to happen first. The first globalist was a guy named Nimrod in the Old Testament. Nimrod built the Tower of Babel, if you remember. And he found out that in the beginning, when you try to get everyone together to build something to show God up, God does not put up with that. So as you know, he confused their languages and spread them apart. And that project didn't do so well, did it? Thank you, Cat352. God bless you. Thank you for that donation. That little Tower of Babel, that little experiment, that little project didn't work so well, did it? So, the problem with globalism is it's the one thing that has to happen for the end of the world events to take place. Because the scripture tells us that in the end of the world, there will be a, a world leader who will galvanize people behind him and he will be a very evil man who will take the world down. But he has to have the following of the world in order to do it. And as Christians, we are commanded to live in truth. We are commanded to not live our life in lies. And when we see the lies, it is our job to stand up first, be very loud about it second, and refuse to live in these lies. COVID-19 is the one big lie that I'm talking about. Not saying again that it's not real, but it's the one big lie that really started the next big lie, which started the next big lie, which took the United States away from the rightful winner, which unleashed this disease on mankind. And look what it's doing in every nation. It's giving all the power by emergency orders from the people to the governments. You're even hearing Australia say the words, New World Order. They're telling you. They've been telling you. And we as Christians cannot let that happen. God's people have to fight. We, God's people fought it for years. God's people has fought globalisms for years. God's chosen and fought it for years. And now you're the chosen. Whether you like it or not. Again, I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be put in this position. And neither did you, I'm sure. But you're here. You have two choices. Lay down and complain that the world is going to hell or stand up and do what you can do in consultation with God. That's it. That's it. It's come down to that. And think about it, folks. Think about it. Without the news, this is what I mean when I say COVID is a big lie. Does it affect people? Yes. Does it kill people? Yes. Does it hurt some people more than others? Definitely. But if you did not have the news would you even know that it existed? Would you even know that COVID was a thing if you did not have the news to tell you it was a thing? Most of the people that are dying from it are not even really dying from it. And tens of thousands of people that, are, um, that have died from it are actually dying because they took the cure. 
that doesn't work. And think about this. What do you need out of the way in order for globalism to work? What is the one thing that you need out of the way, out of the picture, right now in 2021, in order for globalism to work? The United States of America, the beacon of freedom, the blessed nation by God, under God, together, united. The last place on earth you can run to freedom, not from freedom, to freedom, is the United States of America, even with what we're dealing with. But if you can get America divided even worse, if you can illegally put somebody in there that will fulfill your plan, then you will destroy this country economically, you will destroy this country at its borders, you will destroy this country help, uh, in the healthcare system, and that's exactly what's going on. You guys need to understand this is all, this is from Bush to Clinton to Biden, or to Obama to Biden. This is, this is, Trump came in and screwed up their, their plan. They were all right there, ready to do the next step in line to globalism. And Trump came in and ruined their plan. Why else do you think they hate him so bad? You think they just hate the guy because he loves America? They hate him because he destroyed their plan at globalism. Everything that we talk about every day on this show points to globalism. God didn't want globalism. If he did, then he would have made globalism, and he wouldn't talk about nations. He wouldn't even say the word nations. Now I want to give the Smarty Award today, and the people that I want to give the Smarty Award today are the healthcare professionals and the nurses and the doctors who are not going to stand idly by, even if it means losing their jobs for right now. Don't worry, they'll get them back. But it's for these people who are standing up and saying, you know what, you were just calling us heroes a year ago. A year ago, you were saying, we're the ones that wear capes. And now, because we're not letting you stick this in our body, you're calling us the reason why these people are sick. We're going to show you how important we are. We're going to show you how much of a hero we really are. And we're going to walk out, and we're going to leave your workforce crumbled. So, the Smarty Award today is going to go to those people, specifically the woman who I'm about to show you. But it takes a lot of courage, and courage is contagious, to walk away from a career, to walk away from a job. So they get the Smarty Award of the day today. Now, I'm about to say something that a lot of you are probably going to get upset with, but it's just my opinion. There's no such thing as a career. There's no such thing as a career. I don't care how much money or time that you've saved up or racked up in this job. There's no such thing as a career. There's only you trade your time for money from the time you start working until the time you stop working or until the time you die. Don't let words keep you from standing up for your true morals. Don't let words and definitions keep you from fulfilling your destiny. There's no such thing as a career. There's only such thing as you trading your time on this planet for money, period. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I do. But sooner or later, we have to be like this girl that I'm about to show you right now. I think this is very brave. Very, very brave. Not only her, but her colleagues. Listen to what she has to say about taking the two shots of the Pfizer vaccine and what it did to her and where she wants to go from here.
Speak up. Stand on a chair. <laughs> yeah, get on a chair. Um, I stand here with Trey. Um, I've been a nurse for 15 years. I'm an RN. I have my bachelor's degree. I'm oncology certified. I'm educated. I've trusted science for 15 years. I have held the hands of patients dying. I have given chemo. I'm an advocate for my patients. So right now, I'm going to be an advocate for all of you. Right. Because on February 3rd, I had my second Pfizer in the Cancer Institute. Within six minutes, my arms and legs went numb. Mm -hmm. I had hives. My mm -hmm. face went numb. My heart rate went up to 160 to 180. I was rushed to the emergency room with anaphylactic shock, just like Trey. And we are being censored. We are being diminished. Yes. Yes. Who is okay in here that there is over 13,000 deaths from the vaccine? Who is okay with that? And that's only reported. how hard it is for those people to do that you know how hard it is for her to say what she said and to stand up and to lose an income like that now i want to address something that i saw while i was watching that uh patriot 6774 who i love very much god bless you says he was in the navy for 20 years he was a navy aviation ordinance uh, ordinanceman for 20 years and he calls that a career the only and i salute you and i say thank you so much sir sir thank you so much for what you've done for this country i just don't call it a career I just don't call it a career. I call that service. I call that your duty. I call that something that you did. God called you to do and you did that. And if you had to put a label on it, would you call it a career? Or would you call it your sacrifice to this country? Again, I just get away from the word career. Because people use it as a crutch to say, I can't leave this job because this job is a career. Somebody also said in here that your bills don't know what paid them, whether you flip burgers or have a career. I, I, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Don't let the word career um, fog, your, uh, fog, fog what you do when you, when you need to stand up for your, for your rights and your morals or what you really believe in. Don't let that word, the word career, make the choice for you. You make the choice based on what's in your heart and what you and your family decide and what you decide with God. All I meant was don't say the word career just to keep you from doing what you know is right. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. I had a career, if that's what you want to call it. I had, a, I had, I had an IT. Uh, I worked for an amazing IT company. Uh, making six figures. I was making six figures 
working for that IT company, believe it or not. I walked. I walked from it because God told me to do this. I'm not making six figures now, I can tell you that. But God is providing for my family right now through all of you. It's definitely not six figures, but you know what? It's far more in line with what I think that I need to do in this world. I feel like I'm doing what I need to be doing, and I walked away from a lot of money to do it. So I do understand what you mean. I really do. I do. Now, I want to show you somebody that was caught on a hot mic. Now, you're not going to be able to understand what this guy's saying because he's speaking in Hebrew, but I will translate for you what he's saying. And what you're about to see here is an Israeli health official, top minister, top health minister, admitting that vaccine passports only intended to pressure the unvaccinated to get vaccinated. And he got caught on a hot mic by their channel 12, and he didn't know that he was still on the mic. He was having a private conversation with this lady, not an interview, and this is what they caught. Now, I'm just going to play you a couple seconds of it because you're not going to be able to understand it, but then I will read to you what it was translated to. Okay, let me read to you. <clears throat> Epic, let me hold on, let me go back a little bit further here. Unaware of his words were being broadcast live to the nation on Channel 12, Horowitz told Minister Ayelet Shakad that not only should the green. Uh, pass be removed as a requirement to dine at outdoor restaurants, but also for swimming pools too, not just the restaurants. Epidemiology, it's true, said Howard's adding. The thing is, I'm telling you, our problem is people who get vaccinated, or who don't get vaccinated. We need to influence them a bit. Otherwise, we don't get out of this pandemic and this situation. Okay? And this can all be read. You can read all of it at thegatewaypundit.com. Okay, because they have the whole story up. But then, on the same day, Tony Fauci, there he is right there. Tony, the rat face Fauci. He comes out and says, no matter what, we need to make sure that these unvaccinated people get vaccinated. And if that means putting pressure on them until they comply. These are his words, not mine. Putting pressure on them until they comply and ultimately give in and take the shot willingly. How do you even say those words together? Apply and put pressure on them until they give in and take the shot willingly? Folks, it's bad. It's bad what they're trying to do. And they tried to make it nice in the beginning, remember? Getting hot dogs and hamburgers and french fries. Mmm, COVID, yum. And now look what they're doing. Now they're going to make it so you can't even fly on a plane anymore. Pretty soon they're going to try to stop you from driving interstate, even though it's unconstitutional. They're going to do as much as they can, as quick as they can. That is why Biden asked the UN to make sure that 70% of the world is vaccinated within a year, because they know what's coming. I'd like to thank Shelly Rose for the $10. God bless you. She says, thank you so very much for being here and sending, spending your time uh, to give us truth and facts, prayers for you and your family. It's my pleasure. 
It's my pleasure. Pleasure. And I know some of you, I know that sometimes people don't agree with me. I get that. And I know sometimes we argue here. And sometimes, yes, I'm wrong in the stories that I report. And I immediately come to you and say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. But really, my main goal for this show is to show you the rights that you have. And hopefully you use those rights to stand up for yourself. And to spread the gospel. Those are my two main goals for this show. Um, I want to give you... I want to do the Dumb Dumb Award of today. And this isn't just going to be a normal Dumb Dumb, folks. This is a huge Dumb Dumb. So let's go ahead and pull it out. Huge Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. Now... I don't even have it pulled up because it's so ridiculous, but let me go to the story real quick. The Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today is going to go to AOC. Now, AOC hasn't gotten the Dumb Dumb Award in a long, long, long time, okay? And she hasn't really made news in a long, long time, which is probably why she came out and did what she did. I don't even have it pulled up, but all you have to do is go on social media and you'll see it. She wore a designer dress that said, Tax the Rich, on the dress, to go to a very, very ritzy elite gala. This I had to get this size of a dum dum out today because she's truly a dum dum. I could not believe it, and she's she's probably got the lowest IQ in the world. Completely unqualified, super socialist. She gets this huge dum dum award of the day for being so incredibly stupid. She wore the designer dress with the words "Tax the Rich" on it while going to a ritzy gala. And you want to know that it cost $30,000 for each individual person to attend the Ritzy Gala? $30,000 while she's wearing a dress that says Tax the Rich. She makes close to $200,000 a year. More than most of us who are talking, watching and, and, and myself. She makes more uh, up to upwards of $200,000 a year, and it was $30,000 a ticket. And she goes there wearing a tax-the-rich dress? You have... Nobody cares. I don't even know what to say about that. My only question is, whose money was it? Whose money was it? Did you somehow embezzle $30,000 with your power of being a congresswoman? Or did you actually pay $30,000? Or did the designer who made the dress pay your $30,000 ticket to get in so you could show off the dress? Either way, if you're wearing a dress that says tax the rich, and whether you paid for it, you embezzled money to pay for it, or somebody paid for you to go there... It's $30,000 a ticket, you dumb, 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 dumb dummy. And you expect people to... And, and the worst part about it is, is people actually fall into it. They actually fall into it. Patriot6774 donates a dollar and says, can't even balance her own checkbook. I bet she can't. I bet you're right. I bet you're 100% right. Ah, oh, folks, that's going to do it for today's show. Today's show was pretty emotional, especially at the beginning, and I am wiped, completely wiped right out. So uh, I'm going to end the show for the day, and uh, I got a lot of work to do today. Apparently, I got some refunds to do or ship some stuff out. I'll definitely check my email right afterwards, I promise. I definitely got to send out some Bibles today as well. And I just want to say, folks, thank you very, very much for everything. Thank you for your donations on Rumble. Thank you for sticking with me, even when technology does not work out in our favor. You guys are everything to me, and I want to thank you. And remember, there are right ways, 
and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep the shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Put your hand over your heart. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Hand over your heart t-shirts are in right now in multiple sizes. Men and women shirts. Also, if you were on back order for the 3%, when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty shirts, the new shipment comes in today. We will be backfilling those orders as well. Okay? Free, free, free.